and stared at the fountain with the same dead eyes. Then he dropped his backpack and began to shed his clothing. She thought that she should speak then and tell him that she was there and that the rush hour of humanity that thronged the mornings of Rio was about, but she held silent. Carnival was coming to Rio de Janeiro. The city was insane with visitors of all nationalities, rich and poor, black and white, native and other, and yet among them she thought that there was something special about this man. He hadn't come to Rio to use the city. He'd come to be a part of it. He was ragged and dirty and possibly one of the craziest men here. Something in him had broken. She could see that. But he also made her think of something pure. His love for the fountain had a touch of fantasy seen in a child's eyes. So she sat silently. Naked, he stepped into the fountain. He lifted the water and sent it high, sparking as it lit into the air. He laughed and began to move, dancing as if offering up homage to a god on high. She smiled. He was much more beautiful than any other man she had seen come to the fountain. She was glad that she hadn't spoken. For an old woman, it was a strange moment of joy to watch the movement of his supple young body. He played in the water, savored the feeling of it, and delighted as he frolicked there beneath the sun. But soon, she noticed a certain car winding through one of the streets to the square. She rose from her seat in the shade and moved forward. Senor, senor, come out now. You must come, now. He's coming. Tio Amato is coming, she said. She spoke English, but not well. He paused and turned to look at her, frowning, as if he couldn't comprehend her words. Senor, senor, come out now. If it is Tio Amato, he will hurt you, or see that you are hurt. If it is only his men, they will hurt you worse. They will force you out. They will be cruel. Please, come out. She hurried toward him with her shawl, heedless that the precious piece of clothing might be ruined, and wrapped it around his shoulders. Come, come. He stepped out of the fountain looking at her. She wished that she were young and beautiful, but he smiled, and he seemed to like the many wrinkles that crisscrossed her face. Thank you, senora. Gracias. He carefully returned her shawl and reached for his clothing. This is the city. It is Tio Amato's neighborhood. The law here is different. The law is what the rich men say the law should be. But it's beautiful, he told her, reaching for his backpack and throwing it over his shoulder. The fountain is beautiful, and you are beautiful. Thank you. I am old, she said, flushing as she straightened his shirt, as she would have done for one of her ninos, her grandsons. You must be careful. You should be back in your country. What are you doing here? Senor, I am stronger than I look, he told her. I am here because I must be. A look of pain crossed his face, quickly replaced by a smile. I have done my duty and now I'm here. She saw something in his eyes as she felt as if his soul was damaged, though she didn't understand at all. I'm looking for something, he said. What is it? He shook his head. I have to keep looking. You should go home, she warned. Maybe I'm looking for what makes a home, senora. The car that she knew to belong to Tio Mano was winning its way through the busy morning foot and automobile traffic. The driver must have slammed his fist on the horn because a loud blast disrupted the heat of the day. Go, please, she said. 
I will see you again, Signora. He turned and headed down a side street, joining the throng of humanity as she made a sign of the cross over her chest, praying silently. God keep him, she thought, for only God could watch over fools and crazy men and the lost. Chapter One River Roulette knew the strange whistling sound. It was far too familiar. The sound heralded the arrival of a bomb. His body instantly flinched as his natural instincts for survival set in. The bomb fell. The earth shuddered and exploded into a violent storm of debris. Men screamed and missiles seemed to hurl around the dusty desert landscape. The missiles were men and body parts. He felt himself breathe. He hadn't been hit. His hearing was numbed and he was blind.